It's the Talk of Troy. Voices and sounds from the campuses of Troy University. I'm Marissa Lacey. This week, Troy University announced a new class format that will allow students to choose week by week whether to attend classes face-to-face or online. Lance Tatum, the Senior Vice Chancellor for Academic Affairs, says the university will be piloting six flex classes across several disciplines. And hopefully the number of courses and the number of programs will begin to increase as we move through the next two or three terms. For more information on flex classes at Troy University, visit troy.today. Is there a way to fully document what life was like in 2020 once the COVID-19 pandemic started? That was the question that Troy University historian and archivist Marty Olif set about to answer last year. You'll hear his response in this week's Trojan Minute, a glimpse into what is happening in the classrooms and research labs at Troy University. The Wiregrass Archives COVID-19 documentation project is not a standard research project. It does not propose either a thesis or a conclusion. Rather, it is the Wiregrass Archives attempt to gather first-person narratives about the historic era we're living through and preserve those for future historians to use to supplement statistical and other documentary sources. Inspired by tweets from teachers who planned to make lockdown reaction paper assignments, but who had no plans to archive these or make them available more widely, I announced our documentation project four days after the Alabama lockdown began in March, 2020. I sent a letter to the editor of our local newspaper, the Dothan Eagle, offering the Wiregrass archives as a repository for Wiregrass area teachers to place these kinds of assignments. But what I got was far different than what I thought I would collect. Right off the bat, I received emails from people opining about COVID. Then within the first week, I received many other emails. One that stands out was a single mother who replied at the end of that first week, She had been locked down with her three children, and even at the end of the first week, she described her oldest as a wreck. Her middle child was asthmatic and so might have to go to the doctor or might have some problems with COVID. She had to cancel her 11th birthday party. The five-year-old was even worse off. She was always a threat to end up injured and at the doctor's office. This email barely hid the lady's despair and her fear. That despair and fear showed itself in contrast between the description of her children that I just talked about and her description of getting a new puppy in that first week as, quote, the best decision I've ever made, unquote. Reading these personal reactions, not only in this letter, but in many other emails and other formats that we received during these first few weeks of lockdown, when we knew so little about coronavirus, is almost a surprise a year later. Historians and other researchers will have plenty of projects to work on in the future with these and similar materials. That was Troy University historian and archivist Marty Olift talking about the Wiregrass Archives COVID-19 documentation project, which is part of our series, The Trojan Minute. To learn more about the project and Marty Olift, visit troy.today. I'm Marissa Lacey, and you've been listening to The Talk of Troy, a production of Troy Public Radio. You can take The Talk of Troy with you because now we're also a podcast. The Talk of Troy is available on NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts.